Hey, Mickey, this is Calvin from The Twin Geeks, calling from Seattle here. How are you? Very good. How are you? Very good. I just watched your film last night and kind of in a daze, I almost watched it again. Like my daughter was having trouble sleeping. I'm like, I'm just kind of in this zone with this movie and I'm kind of like living in this world. So um, I kind of got enraptured by it. Uh, so I got the short notice I could talk to you here and I'm really happy to do so. Um, nice. So for our audience's sake, what what is country gold? How do you sell it to the audience? Well, I mean, the very first thing we ever came up with before even writing the script was the log line, which is George Jones invites uh, Garth Brooks out on the town in Nashville the night before he used to be cryogenically frozen. Uh, <laughs> so I think that pretty much uh, says it all. And country gold does cover these two country music idols. Yeah, Garth Brooks and George Jones. Um, what led to using these subjects and did working with these like known subjects lead to anything new in the story? Well, uh, so we did a movie, this is kind of like a spiritual sequel to a movie we did in, uh, 2017, I believe it, uh, came out. It was called Alien and it was about Elvis Presley. I guess the, the, the because of that, you know, spawning off of that idea, I guess the, the idea of like how did you come up with it i don't know i don't know um i just got interested in wanting to do a uh an elvis movie and essentially i think it's just like the way the look of it you know what i mean like uh you can kind of put anybody in an elvis costume and take a picture and people would say yeah that's elvis um even if it doesn't look <laughs> like elvis and this totally. was kind of the same situation like with garth brooks like you put him in that uh black and white shirt and the black cowboy hat and it's like well of course Everybody knows that's Garth Brooks. That's, that's kind of the way I felt about it. So like capturing this like uh, American iconography and then just kind of using them, uh, you know, Garth Brooks and George Jones as like the springboard of like, um, these are the characters, but then we're going to, this is what they look like and they're, and they're very similar in nature, you know, from, from the roots, but like we're actually creating completely original characters out of this. So unfortunately I think anybody, uh, Anybody that, in fact, I know for a fact there was a gentleman in Toronto that uh, came to watch the movie um, with the Garth Brooks shirt on, and he, he asked the question at the end, "What was the point in all of this?" <laughs> I think anybody that's like actually fans of uh, country music or fans of Garth and George are going to be sorely disappointed because it's completely <laughs> historically inaccurate, at you know, at, at every turn. I guess for me, coming uh, to it as a fan of this kind of Americana and film and. Um, having done like a whole series on Robert Altman, just like falling in love with him the last year. Um, there's like this whole tapestry of like film from like Nashville to, you know, everything that's influenced. And uh, what are you pulling from there? And I, I see like the posters, almost like the alternative Nashville poster in a really beautiful way. Uh, yeah. What are you pulling from Altman? And what does that tell you about making film? So um, when we went to, because we're, you know, because the story takes place in Nashville, it was like, well, we got to pay homage to Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so like that original bar scene that we did with all the characters talking and, you know, going back and forth with all that and their conversation was supposed to be a oneer. Um, we got there and it was like, ah, the logistics are just not there for us to pull this off. And we don't have the tracks, like the amount of tracks to pull this off to, in, in the, in the, in the Altman way, the kind of like using tracks, but also zooming in and, and yada, yada. Um, so that original scene was you know, that original bar scene was supposed to be very you know like 
kind of like there's no confusion there if you watched it it was going to be the the way it was written it was like oh this is straight up like nashville but you know it didn't uh, pan out that way which is kind of the same way with you know anytime you're trying to like recreate a scene from a movie or trying to um you know completely rip off something it's never going to be <laughs> the same so you might as well just go full force and ripping it off because it's never going to turn out that way and, and in that way you're going to kind of find your own little happy accidents in your own style and i think that's you know kind of how i've uh managed to do so like for all these movies that i've made and it's such a specific scene and it gets to something universal. And I think maybe the process of making the movie might do so too. Uh, I think it's so endearing because like the casting and the shooting feels so communal and you've made so many movies now out of your native Oklahoma. Is that right? You're, you're yes. from out there. And uh, uh, what's the process like that shooting with your friends and uh, what has that resulted in? And do you continue to do that? And will you continue? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine not. Well, you know, kind of at this point, it's, it's almost a question. It's like, I don't really know how to make movies any other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But also, like, I just can't really. I, I have been on a set where, you know, it was half and half or like half of like, you know, friends and then half like kind of, you know, strangers, like people coming in. And that always works out, too. But yeah, it definitely has a different, it definitely feels more like work in that way whenever you're not just surrounded by your friends. So I like to be surrounded by my friends. And even if I'm using the, a new actor, I kind of like to get to know them first so that, you know, so we both trust each other and, and also just, you know, vibe with them, you know? There's that kind of feeling of like communal fluidity where it's just like almost friends talking in a way by the end of Country Gold. Is there... Uh, that feeling that the film could have gone anyway was it highly scripted or do you feel like like that uh, shot in the bar you've kind of just developed from what you were seeing from from your dailies or whatever well the uh the script is written like all the scripts we write are kind of written almost like very kind of vanilla like kind of bland in as far as the dialogue goes because we want to take that and use that as something that where the actors can make their uh their own choices you know what i mean with with the dialogue and so that's also about like you know hiring the right actor and uh that they can take those uh words and make them into something that sounds sounds real um so yeah i mean in in that i don't know if that's necessarily improv but i guess you know kind of it's more like kind of like retro scripting or something but yeah we definitely um definitely employ that for sure because i think that's the only way to kind of make the performances look somewhat natural. There's also the feeling when you make a mostly black and white film in the 2020s, it's maybe suggesting something about relationship to past and present and almost the changing of the guard here between George Jones and Brooks. Do you feel, what do you feel the film is saying or what do you feel about that in the development of film and its history? Uh, you mean you're, you're talking about in black and white, yeah, like almost like a passage of time that it's capturing, or like Nashville is almost about a sense of place and time. What do you think the film is saying about about that passage? Well, I mean, in shooting in black and white, it's essentially okay. So when we when we go to write these movies, like it's not so much that we're uh, conveying some specific message. Uh, you know, there's there's definitely no agenda involved. It's more like here are the characters, and they're just going to hang out. And when we write the characters, the characters are going to say what they say it almost like it becomes like you know like subconscious you know like the movie writes itself at some point once you get these characters going and get these characters talking it's kind of like it's very easy to keep the flow going with them talking because that's all they're doing 
They're just running mm-hmm. around different places talking. Um, and so, so about what they're saying, it almost like kind of came out like we, we, you know, we didn't set out to, to, to know exactly what the deal with these characters were, but that kind of like came out whenever you start talking about, basically whenever you are writing a movie in a, in a, in a feature structure and, you know, kind of like making these character arcs, it's not necessarily planned because like I said, like the, the movie's kind of writing itself, the characters are writing themselves at that point. And it's just, this is what came out. This is what we thought that, you know, in this situation of Garth and George that they would end up uh, talking about and what was compelling to us, which is, um, you know, that one artist is kind of uh, on the way out and uh, one artist is on the way up. And these are the conversations we felt like uh, they would have these, uh, these poignant conversations like that. Um, as far as like, you know, shooting in black and white, that's just a part of like creating this kind of um, basically capitalizing on the American iconography that is these characters, but then also shooting it like in the vein of something like Paper Moon or Last Picture Show or a Raging Bull, you know, where every single shot looks like it's straight out of Time Magazine or something or Life Magazine, I guess. Um, and so uh, it, because the movie, if the movie were captured with 1994 aesthetics and shot like a movie in 1994, I, that's not a movie I want to see. Hmm. I want to see a classic, you know, 1970s production of these characters and what they're doing. So that's kind of the motivation behind that. <coughs> There's this sense that you're working for like uh, a blend of genres or genre blending a sense of filmmaking, but also working off these auteurs and an understanding of them. Um, what do you think those components add to your work? And um, I don't want to ever ask anything like who are your influences? I just uh, kind of want to get to a sense of like, what it feels like to kind of blend the genre by the end of the film. And if you're, you know, you've worked in horror a bit previously, but um, what's your direction in sense of genre? I don't think about movies in terms of genre. And I think Mm. like even, I think even the, even like movies, like, I don't know, let me think of something, you know, anything, even a movie like uh, something classic, like, you know, Goodfellas or, Forrest Gump or something you know what I mean like let's say Forrest Gump like it's is it is it a drama like I don't know it's pretty funny mm-hmm. is it sure. a war movie it's got some war scenes you know is it draw is, is it drama sure um is it a period piece absolutely you know what I mean it's like these you know this is a movie that like does all kinds of things I'm sorry that right Forrest Gump but that's <laughs> that's just like what came to mind in this it gets in this, referenced yeah. in this scenario yeah so like um but yeah that's like a you know something like that and i'm just like kind of trying to make movies like that i don't think that i that they need to be like uh you know saddled down to uh to rules they can be whatever they want they can be anything and you know like uh the, the next one we're working on in september i mean it's like uh it's like a revenge thriller with a little bit of sci-fi uh, some drama and of course comedy and uh and then a little bit of romance you know what i mean and i don't think it's necessarily that we're like going back and forth between genres i just think we're just making a good movie i think i'm in on your style now and i'm uh, going to be there for it you, can you tell us anything more about the next film or yeah it's uh it's, it's called the cool tenor it's about a retired widow who weds an unstable jazz enthusiast who becomes obsessed with avenging uh the widow's ex-husband uh, his death i'm sorry yeah avenging his death 
Well, uh, that's a beautiful logline, and uh, I hope to talk to you then. I, I'd love to uh, follow up one day. I'm really connected with this style and uh, happy to be putting this out there. Thank you so much, Mickey. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you.